Welcome back, sister girl, sister girl, sister girl. Listen, I am so elated that you are tuning in to yet another episode. This is episode number 10. And I know y'all nosy and went to the description and read up that this episode is titled The War We Think Is Ours. Yes, that is what we're going to be addressing today. Um... <laughs> Let me tell y'all, for the past few weeks, I have literally been um, been dealing with some things that have been trying to kind of make me want to put my Christianity to the side for a split second and be like, God, I'm, I'm going to leave real quick and I'm coming right back. Okay. Like it's, you, you're not even going to miss me. I promise. Right. Um, because of certain things that we deal with and or that I've, I've been dealing with. Um, but it's it all stems from the person who I used to be or the person, you know, just the big heartedness that I have towards my loved ones, towards my friends, my closest friends, you know, um, where it's just like if I see them in trouble or if I see them, you know, um, hurting or in pain uh, because of something someone may have done to them, a position that someone may have put them in that was unfavorable to them. It's like, I want to jump in and I want to kind of fight their battle for them. Right. And so, um, God had to sit me down y'all. He had to sit me down and he definitely had to, uh, he definitely had to bring some holy conviction my way and, and straight up and down tell me that is not how we do things. That is not who you are anymore. And um, not only that, but who are you to think that you're God and not include me in this decision? And I was like, oh my, here we go with the burns. Here we go with the burns, right? (laughs) Ouch. Can anybody help me say ouch? Because I am that person you know, if you if you think back to your childhood days, you always had that one person or a few people that you can call and be like, girl, where you at? We got some problems. Where you at? And you'd be like, um, I'm five away, baby. Like, what's up? Where we at? Send me the location. Do whatever. You know, I was that person kind of like I, I I'm very quiet. I'm an introvert, but Um, I am one that I go hard for my family. I go hard for my closest friends. And um, there's just simply, that's just simply how big my heart is. But, you know, since journeying this walk with Christ, God really had to unveil some things to me. He really had to show me some things about me that needed to be corrected. And all the while, you know, I've been delivered from that, 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 that mindset it's not to say that it doesn't try to um, rise up in me from time to time, especially when I see, you know, a loved one or a friend going through something that I'm just like, uh-uh, this is not right. This is not fair. Uh-uh, mm-mm, mm-mm. You know, I really have to take a step back and be like, who Lord, take the wheel. <laughs> Although sometimes I want to take the wheel from the Lord and be like, listen, God, you, <laughs> you moving a little too slow and, uh, we could just, we could, all this person need right now is a little, you know, they just, they just, listen, I'm just going to leave it at that. We're just going to go ahead and jump right on into this episode. Because when I tell you the past few weeks, I've just been, 
you know, on the brink of just like, God, like what is going on? Like for real, for real, like do I, <laughs> I'm asking God, do I need to intervene? Because listen, <laughs> and, and, and some things God has been telling me is like, who are you? Who are you to feel like you can do something like this, especially without my order or my instruction? So that's where this title has um, come from. It, it's come from the, the, the thoughts that we think, you know, when we're dealing with wars or we see our loved ones dealing with wars that we feel like is ours. We have to take, okay, they can't handle it. Let me jump in and let me handle it. Uh, because you know, I can handle it best. And really and truthfully, that's just a lie. We can't handle no wars or no battles the best. We can't, we, we can't because the wars and the battles belong to God. So who to better handle it than him, right? Um, and so that's what we're going to be addressing today. So without further ado, we're just going to go ahead and jump right on into scripture, y'all. We're going to be reading out of 2 Chronicles chapter 20. And I'm going to approach this just a little differently. Normally, I would read, you know, like 15 verses straight. I'm not going to do that this time because there's some heavy hitter key points that, you know, God had really made um, very bold in my mind. And I feel like, you know, you guys should be able to benefit from it that, you know, um, benefit from it like how I've benefited from it or probably even better. But like I said, y'all already know. Your girl over here is an encourager for y'all to pick up the word for yourself because why? Because there is no greater knowledge than knowledge of your own. When you have knowledge of your own, sis, it cannot be snatched away from the devil and man cannot come and deceive you because you've gained that knowledge from your for yourself. So what that basically means is that you've gained preparation when you've gained knowledge, you've gained wisdom when you've gained knowledge, and um you 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 have the light you're not walking in darkness okay so um like i said we're going to be taking text out of second chronicles chapter 20 and i am going to jump around through this uh chapter and i'm reading from the message version this time okay um you're probably like why for this episode i feel like this brought about this brought about the most the best clarity um, to get a, to get the point across, right? And so I'm starting at verses five through nine, and then I'm going to jump down to verses 14 through 17, all right? Um, and just some backstory, this is um, zooming in on King Jehoshaphat. He has been uh, given a report that there are... Um, that there are some tribes, the Moabites, the Ammonites, and the Mennonites that are coming to try to attack Judah um, to possess their land. And he feels like he's not equipped for um, those armies to come and attack him and for them to take away the land. He he just he doesn't feel pre prepared for that. He doesn't feel like he has the army for that. And so he calls basically like a nationwide um a nationwide um, uh, prayer and fast, right? And so he gets some answers from God, right? Um, so to begin, we're going to just go ahead and start at verses five through nine. And it reads, then Jehoshaphat took a position before the assembled people of Judah and Jerusalem at the temple of God in front of the new courtyard and said, Oh God, God of our ancestors, 
Are you not God in heaven above and ruler of all kingdoms below? You hold all power and might in your fist. No one stands a chance against you. And didn't you make the natives of this land leave as you brought your people Israel in, turning it over permanently to your people Israel, the descendants of Abraham, your friend? They have lived here and built a holy house of worship to honor you, saying, when the worst happens, whether war or flood or disease or famine, and we take our place before this temple, we know you are personally present in this place and pray out our pain and trouble. We know that you will listen and give victory. Listen, I want to stop right there and I want to make emphasis and emphasis on where it says, and we take our place before this temple. We know you are personally present in this place and pray out our pain and trouble. And we know, keyword is know that you will listen and give victory. Those words right there in the midst of you either you facing your own battle or even trying to take on a battle that isn't yours literally isn't yours but it's someone else's um but it's ultimately god's you know we have to take a step back and know who god is personally remember who god is personally you know go to the word to really hold on to who god is personally to us right and when it says um we know you are personally present in this place it doesn't necessarily mean that this place is your church house this place is any place that you make it a relationship or you make an altar at with god right so if it's in your closet, if it's in your car, if it's in your room, if it's in your bathroom, wherever you make this place to be, you have to know that God is personally present with you, okay? He's personally present with you to take on whatever battles you feel are yours, which in it's not, it's the Lord's, right? Um, so I wanted to I wanted to to make that clear. I wanted to make emphasis on that because a lot of times, you know, we forget we can tend to forget that God is personally present with us. He's personally present wherever we make our altar to him at, okay? And um and to be able to know that we can pray out our pain and our troubles you know, and know that we will get the victory and that he will listen, that speaks volumes. That already lets me know, you know what, this battle that I wanted to intervene on, it's not my battle. It's not even the person's battle who I wanted to, to come in and defend and help, you know, carry out this battle with them or for them. You know, we have to allow God to be God. We have to allow for God to show us that the battles and the wars that are raged against us is really not ours. Because again, if we go to the book of Ephesians, we wrestle not with flesh and blood, okay? And a lot of times, because we naturally see things with our eyes, we think automatically that we have to fight wars with weapons, we have to, with physical weapons, we have to fight wars with the words 
you know, with our natural words, instead of speaking from our spirit, instead of uh, uh, gravitating to the word of God, we're spewing out words, curse words, and 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 words that you know um, would just make matters worse instead of allowing the words that we choose to elevate God in prayer to make matters better for our battles or for those battles that we are, you know, we feel like, man, I need to jump in and and help defend. Even those battles where you feel like you have to jump in and help defend, those are battles that you can take to God and you can pray on behalf of your sister or your brother or your friend or your, your loved ones in your family or whatever. You understand? Because some things are just meant for God to deal with. And that's what God had to deal with me about, right? He's like, listen, there's nobody better than me to handle any battles or any wars that are raged against you. There's none. There's none. Battles of marriages, battles of friendships, fallen friendships, battles of betrayal, battles of trauma, battles of um, um, pain, battles of um you know, hurt, all these different things that we are, you know, that we consider battles that we're up against. God is saying, listen, if you just let me come in and delegate and and let me allow me to show you who I am to you, this wouldn't even be a battle that would be on your mind. This wouldn't even be a battle that you would feel like you would have to even take up anything because it's mine. It's not yours. The battle is mine. The battle is against me ultimately. Okay. So with that being said, we're just going to go ahead and jump down to verse 14 through 17. And it reads, then Jahaziel was moved by the spirit of God to speak from the midst of the congregation. Jahaziel was the son of Zechariah, the son of Benani, the son of Jael, the son of Mattaniah, the Levite of the Asphat clan. He said, attention, everyone, all of you from out of town, all you from Jerusalem and you, King Jehoshaphat, God's word, don't be afraid. Don't pay any mind to this vandal horde. This is God's war, not yours. Tomorrow, you'll go after them. See, that, see, they're already on their way up the slopes of Ziz. You'll meet them at the end of the ravine near the wilderness of Jerul. You won't have to lift a hand in this battle. Just stand firm, Judah and Jerusalem, and watch God's saving work for you take shape. Don't be afraid. Don't waver. March out boldly tomorrow. God is with you. I think this is the end of this episode. <laughs> like when I tell you God has straight up and down dealt with me, he really has dealt with me because I'm just going to keep it real with y'all. I I have been dealing with... Um, a very close loved one of mine's that I felt like, listen, I gotta, <laughs> I hate to see you suffering like this. Oh my gosh. Like I want to do so much more, but I know that I cannot. Right. And every so often when I think about, um, what this individual has been dealing with, 
I just want to be like, you know what? Let me, let me, let me come in here and save you. Like, let me, let me rescue you. And that's where God had to really sit, sit me down and deal with me with my thoughts because I haven't acted out on anything. It's all just been in my thoughts. But a lot of what we do, a lot of our actions start with a thought. So before that could even brew into an action, right? And be carried out in the natural. God sat me down and said, what are you doing? You're, you're way past this. I understand this is, you know, one of your heartstrings because you're seeing a loved one and you're, you're wanting to help, but know that when people are dealing with their battles or even when you're dealing with your battle, there's no better person. There's no better entity to do with it than me. And while you think that you could be helping yourself by trying to fight your own battle or you're trying to help somebody else try and fight their battle, God said to me, he said, you will do more harm than you do good. Oh my God. Let me tell y'all something. When, when the Holy Spirit was dealing with me about this thing, I'm trying to tell you in the pit of my stomach, I was just like, God, have your way because it's a truth that I didn't want to face in this moment. You understand? It's just, it, this is a truth that is hard to swallow, especially when you see a loved one going through something and you're like, I need to step in. I need to step in. I need to help them. I need to be there as much as I possibly can. I almost need to fight this battle for them because this is not going down right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, right? It's like if I were to jump in or if I was to step in or if I was to get involved beyond the extent of what this individual is needing from me, I will be doing more harm to their situation and to my life than I would be doing good. You understand? It's almost like um it's almost like if you're <laughs> It's almost like if you're a friend and thank God, I've never had to be in a situation like that. God has like, even though God has delivered me from this thing uh, of wanting to fight other people's battles, it literally, cause this was, a, this is a real thing for me because my heart is so big for my loved ones. My heart, my heart is so big for the people that I care about that it's like, I'm willing to do whatever to have them have justice. Okay, to have them vindicated, to have them, you know, on the side of fairness, have everything, you know, level out, you know, but that's not my place. And, and, and I thank God to the point that I was making before was that it's like, I thank God that I'm not one of those people who, you know, back in the day, like if you, you know, or it even happens now. It's not necessarily when you had a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever. It's just like friendships or relationships, whatever. And it's like, you know, you're friends with one person who's friends with another person that you're mutually friends with. Follow along with me, right? And your one friend gets into it with another friend and then you're like the mediator. You're like the middleman trying to digress the whole situation. And then somehow that situation turns on you because you're in the middle of something that didn't even have anything to do with you from the jump, right? I thank God I haven't been in one of those situations, but 
that is a lot like when God was dealing with me that was the very example God had showed me he was like you can go into something with a pure heart you can go into something with a big heart you can go into something with your intentions being on on um on the rightful side but it may not end up that way your intentions may get you in trouble because you're now trying to take my place. You are now trying to fight a battle that isn't yours to begin with and isn't theirs, but is mine. And so when you do that, you're interfering with my hand moving in the midst of people's lives. When all you need to do, really, if you want to do anything, is pray about it. Oh, oh my God, that stung me. You got to just pray about it. You got to just pray about it. See, that's the very thing King Jehoshaphat did. He was a king of prayer. He called everyone to the temple of God to pray. He called everyone to a fast because he was seeking answers not from his counsel, his counsels or his advisors or from the people of Judah or the people of Jerusalem. He was calling for the answers from the Lord. That's who he was seeking answers from right? And a lot of times when we're in the thick of things or when we're in the heat of things, we tend to black out. Okay. We tend to black out and forget who we serve. We, we tend to black out and forget who to call on for the answers that, that can only rectify any situation really. You know, in, 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 in Romans 12, vengeance is God. It's not ours. We're, we aren't the ones to seek vengeance. We aren't the ones. Let me tell you, we don't have the wrath of God. Only God has his own wrath. And, and at the end of the day, it may not look like certain things unfold the way we want to here on this earth. But ultimately, what we have to kind of, you know, drill into our minds. Or let me, listen, if it's not you, sis, <laughs> to God be the glory, okay? It's, this is not a battle that you have to fight. But it is for me. I have to learn to drill into my head sometimes. Listen, Kissy, this is not your battle to fight as much as you want to. As much as things ain't going how you anticipated for it to, as much as things are not unfolding the way you thought it would, as much as unfairness is being so boldly uh, present in your face, this is not your battle. This is not where you need to seek justice. Where you need to seek justice is from God. Because God is the only one that can bring justice about and bring it about in such a prominent way that it's, it, <laughs> listen, no man can turn away from it and deny it. You understand? There's words that can't even explain the type of justice God would bring down or God's vengeance or God's wrath or how God can handle a battle or a war for us. You understand? So when God had to had me take a seat, okay and really had to deal with me about this I was just like wow I was like wow I, I really needed this word it was I, I felt the holy conviction for sure and I felt like a child being scolded for sure because it made me take a set a, a step back to be like you know something at the end of the day I'm not God and God is right when he asked who are you in the sense of, are you trying to play me right now? Because 
I'm gonna tell you right now, Kissy, you can't play me. Nobody can play me. Nobody can take my role because I am God of God, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. There's no one in the earth that can do what I do the way that I do it. So if you're trying to be me, he told me, he said, daughter, take a seat, take a seat. Cause I'm going to tell you right now, I'm a God that never fails. I'm a God that never fails. So you're a man, regardless, you're a man. So you have room to, to, to drop the baton. You, you, you have imperfections and, and your mind isn't, isn't up to par to where my mind is. So how dare you think that you can step into my role and try to take over a situation? Listen, I'm talking about a spiritual butt whipping that that did it for me. That did it for me. Does it make me want to cry? Absolutely. One, because it's like, you you know what, God, you are right. Who am I? Who am I to want to step in to another battle? In fact, it makes me sit back and think, what about my own battles? <laughs> what about my own battles? You so quick to want to jump in on somebody else's battles, but you can't even handle the battles that you're faced with day to day. Oh my God, I'm trying to tell y'all. Listen, this is a moment of transparency. This is a moment of vulnerability, okay? And God has allowed me to sit behind this mic on this podcast and let y'all in on my teaching, let y'all in on my loving chastisement from the Lord. Um, and I pray that while y'all tuning in, that y'all are getting some wisdom out of this and that God will deal with y'all the way that he's dealing with me. Because let me tell you, a lot of people get into a lot of trouble because they're trying to fight battles that don't belong to them. Okay. People end up in jail and prisons because they're fighting battles that do not belong to them. People end up dead because they're fighting battles that don't belong to them. And I'm not only just talking about the natural battle that doesn't belong to us or to them. I'm talking about even battles that do belong to us or do have our names written on it, but we still not giving it to the Lord, right? We still not giving it to the Lord to say, you know what, God, the enemy has written my name on this battle. This The enemy has, uh, 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 um, targeted me for this battle, but you know what? I'm smarter than that because I've got the wisdom. I've, get, I've gained the knowledge from your word that says whatever battles that I face personally, I will give it unto you because the battle really originally is not mine. The battle is originally yours. And so with that being said, listen, I, <laughs> I'm done. This episode is over. Like when I tell you I need to pray, like my spirit is really just like crying out and saying, pray, pray, pray. Because listen, a lot of times too, you know, especially for individuals that feel like they have to have the control of things things around them like oh this is going sour let me let me try to fix this oh this is going left let me try to make this better um oh this isn't going the way that i anticipated to let me try to get it back on track i am one of those people that if i can control something you know i'm going to do the best that i can and sometimes that too can get me into trouble because i'm not letting it up to god i'm not letting it go up to god i'm not allowing for god to intervene in such a way where i can lessen my burden god tells us he will gladly take our burden and to give us his which is a lighter burden 
okay? And I'm gonna be honest, sometimes even taking taking up other people's battles can create even more of a burden that you than you already had. It really can. But some the best remedy, the best antidote, the best resolution to all of this is do like what King Jehoshaphat did and pray. Seek a place within yourself, in your home, in your car, in your closet, in your classroom, in your bedroom, in, wherever, in your kitchen, I don't know, in your back room, I don't know, somewhere where you can create an altar and just pray your battles out to God. It says it throughout verses five, throughout verses five and nine, okay, where it says, um, and pray out our pain, pray out your pain and trouble and know that God will listen and you will gain the victory. He will give you the victory it is that you need. One other thing before this episode is over, because when I tell y'all, <laughs> God has dealt with me on such a level that I'm just kind of mind blown about it. I'm just, I'm really like... God, like, <laughs> this is a hard pill to swallow. It really is. Another thing is, though, that sometimes we just have to let go and really let God do what he needs to do. Because sometimes the battles that we face are tests. Sometimes the battles and the wars that are raged against us are test, test of trials, okay? Test to see, have we applied everything we know God has told us, everything that we know about God's character, everything that God has revealed to us about us, right? Have we applied that in the moment of a test that's that looks like a battle or feels like a battle to overcome this battle? And one other thing before this concludes episode 10, y'all. Sometimes we look at battles as just being battles. When God placed tests within those battles we are up against, okay? So what that simply means is Sometimes God will put us to the test to see what we will do in the heat of things. In the brewing of a storm, are we going to try to fight this thing as though this is a natural fight we're fighting? Or are we going to take up the full armor of God and understand that the fight and the battle that we're up against is really spiritual? That there's no weaponry that's physical in this world that can outdo Satan. But the minute that we grab a hold of God's word and we pull on God's character and remind God that, hey, listen, I've, I've, I've eaten spiritually from your word and here is the opportune time that I'm going to use your word and show you and not only show God and make God proud but also show the enemy that I am not a force to be reckoned with because I am a child of God and when we decide that in the midst of a battle whether it's a battle that we're fighting that is for us or it's a battle that we want to jump in and fight for somebody else we can be disrupting that very test for God to say, you know something, no more. 
Now they have been elevated to another level in me. They have been elevated to another level within the kingdom of God. They have passed the test and now this is a thing of the past, okay? So we have to be so very careful that we look at these battles naturally um, as something that is really a spiritual battle that we can't wrestle with in flesh and blood. Amen. So with that being said, listen, my loves, this concludes episode number 10. And let me tell you, I pray and hope that you were blessed and that you were able to gain some insightful information that you will be able to apply to your life and make significant changes when you find yourself in the midst of a battle. Okay. Um, with that being said, listen, if you have not yet already went and checked out Woman in Light's Instagram, please do so at Woman in Light 22. Please also go check out Women in Light's Facebook. And if you haven't checked out the web page, please go do that, sis. It's at womaninlight.org, okay? There you will find some backstory about Woman in Light and how it was birthed. You will also gain all of the podcast episodes that have been created for the duration of season one thus far, okay? And also, please stay tuned in on every Thursday for the duration of summer season. There are all, there are only four more episodes left, y'all. Four more episodes left of Woman in Light for season one. So make sure you tune in. I will speak with y'all next Thursday. I love you. I wish you well. I pray nothing but the best. And we will chat soon.